Hi, I'm Amy Porter, and this is my podcast. My mission is to show people how to empower themselves through music, business, and media. I try to see as clearly as possible how I can help. I showcase the music that I've played and the people I've met along the way. I'm a wife and a stepmom. You might know me as a professor, a performer, a producer, a publisher, a recording artist. I'm the founder of a couple of nonprofits. Welcome in to my Porter Flute Pod. If you know me as a professor, you know I have a workshop called Anatomy of Sound, and we're celebrating 20 years by becoming a business. Listen in to my movie from 2012 as I describe the anatomy of sound. Welcome to Porter Flute Pod. Learning to perform has to begin with knowing who you are using your own life as inspiration, and knowing you can make a sound from what's already inside of you. It's the anatomy of sound. My adult workshop at the University of Michigan is called The Anatomy of Sound, a workshop for flutists, and it happens every year in early June. Through this class, we have been able to help many people find their voice on the flute. This class attracts amateurs, students, and professional musicians, all in different levels of life and music. After leaving the workshop, they all seem to find a deeper meaning in their art because they've let go and heard their own voice in new ways. Students find that they are producing tone by using the body's wisdom, further assisting them in finding their own way in music and in life. I can see now that this pathway is touching hearts. Some students come away using the anatomy, the sound lessons in their daily life, and they are transformed, healed, productive, happy, and healthy at the same time. I'm Amy Porter, and this is my Anatomy of Sound study guide. The Anatomy of Sound is my path to teaching music and tone production, and at the same time, introducing the anatomy of the human body into the practice room. As musicians, we must use the lessons from theory and technique alongside the lessons of anatomy, body awareness, and physical movement. This holistic approach and the resources I suggest might help you in the world of sound production and keep you feeling comfortable while you play. I'd like to thank my co-producers, Alan J. Tomasetti and Justine Sedke, for continuing to be my support as we produce Porterflute Pond together. So I know that 100% of the people listening are breathing and about 50% of us, I would imagine, don't quite know how to draw a full breath into their advantage. We want to change that. As well as being professor of flute at the University of Michigan, I'm founder and CEO of Anatomy of Sound, LLC, and the new Anatomy of Sound Conference. We're a company that creates products and services to educate and inform about the origins of breathing and sound. We also want you to breathe better in order to live better and sleep better and think better and do everything better. After 20 years as a workshop, 
it's time for us to grow into a wellness brand that teaches the anatomy of sound to everyone. Here's our story. I met Dr. David Zopp, the designer of this new invention I have, through my flute student, Dr. David Brown, my partner at the Anatomy of Sound workshop. And they helped me bring to life what I needed to be a better teacher. And along with his partner, David Zopp's partner at Make Medical, his name is Owen Tien, they're continuing my call to make more and more of my innovations and I have advisors at the University of Michigan guiding me. Breath is critical to performers and the stakes are high to win that part or that post. And that's why teaching with physical touch has always been part of the training, not just in music lessons, but also in dance and drama and sports medicine. And the list goes on. Up until now, we music teachers, we've poked ourselves in the sternum and we've said, blow. And we've heard our yoga teachers reminding us to breathe into our bellies. But words like support, they're not enough. Words that don't match the true anatomy of the breath are vague and can do more harm than good. Teaching the breath when you have no medical background can be misleading and misguided. If a panic attack happens, you can now remember that you have my new invention. It's called my breathing buddy. You can... Remember, I have my breathing buddy, and you can understand the solution. The diaphragm's connected to the vagus nerve. You know the one, it controls our fight or flight response system. I think teachers can also be recommenders about how not to cross boundaries of physical touch during the lesson by using this new breathing buddy. We also care about influencing children to learn the basics of breathing so they can influence others. We want people to fall asleep by holding the breathing buddy. We want to aid physical therapists and aid mental health counselors, athletes, and so many more people who these people really understand the power of inhaling and exhaling purposefully. And I want people to be able to see that happening. We've made tremendous progress in the manufacturing of prototype models. We're going to be beta testing. There's a patent uh, pending and trademark has gone through. So we're just needing funding and backing, Um, but we have Michigan Innovative Partnerships at my heels. Ann Arbor Spark has already funded. Um, Then the Michigan SBDC, the Small Business Development Council is just so helpful. And Laura Dwyer and I went through Midwest I-Core training, which is customer discovery. And in customer discovery last fall, We found that price was going to be an issue for people, so we want it to be groundbreaking and medical grade, but a non-medical device, affordable and made in Michigan. We're looking for investors and collaborators. You can reach out to me and our 20th anniversary is coming up. So we're so excited to have you all join us for the launch of My Breathing Buddy and Anatomy of Sound with AOS Wellness on June 4th. Laura Dwyer, welcome to Porter Flute Pod. Thank you, Amy. It's always a treasure to get to spend some time together. We're going to talk about something that we created together. It's our favorite time of year. It's our favorite thing to do. It's called the anatomy of sound. How we met too. 
It is, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's hear it from your perspective. Well, um, I had met one of your students who is an adult student who's one of the coolest women I, in the world. She's just brilliant. Uh, Peggy Radin is brilliant. Um, law professor, economics professor. I mean, she, she, she's just an incredibly smart woman. And she was at a music camp that I was teaching for adult amateurs. And she was such a great player. I'm like, well, what's going on there? And turns out, you know, so I go and talk with her and she's like, oh yes, I've been studying with Amy Porter. And at that point, of course, I knew who you were, but I had not met you. I did a lot of movement and yoga and, and some sort of out of the box things to help her with sound and body. And I think she just immediately thought you guys would love each other. And pretty soon the next thing I know, I've got this email in my box from Amy saying, hey, <laughs> would you like to come? And teach. And I got to tell you, Amy, I was so excited about getting to come and, and share yoga with students because it had had such a, a huge uh, amount of meaning to me, but I had no idea what was going to happen when we partnered, when we began to think together, when we began to laugh together, when we began to eat food together, um, that all of a sudden this, this whole um, way of approaching playing the flute was going to happen together. So I, I was just, I had no idea what it was going to do. It could change my life. Well, I'm glad. It's a language, isn't it? It's absolutely a language. I think, and that's something that I think Jerry, um, Jerry Schweibert, who wrote the book, Moving Beyond the Plateau, which is, is what a lot of what the curriculum is based on. It's sort of our understanding of Jerry's work. And he gave us a language that was so descriptive of how to move with ease. And I think that a lot of the ways that we communicate with each other is language. And if you don't have that word that has a lot of meaning um, for you, uh, like allow that word, allow that word capacity, capacity for expression. Ah, yes, that is what I want to understand. You know, I want my, my ability to do what I'm trying to say to actually have a larger capacity. So he gave us that language and what not to say. Remember mood is doom spelled backwards. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. What not to say what, uh, yeah. How to, how to distract yourself in ways that actually make you feel really tense. You know, the mind abhors a vacuum. So if you put nothing in there, it's going to, it's going to go um, off on its own directions and, and much more likely to uh, cause you to be tense. Um, you know, one of my favorite things that Jerry said, and I, I usually mention this every year, but one of the things he said, he just said in passing, Mr. Magic Man, but he said, the big breakthrough comes when you realize that your strategy for success is the one thing that's holding you back. And, and in his mind, that was trying too hard, right? Trying to do a good job, um, which was, was, um, was so vague, so misleading, and so in what we think all the time. With the advent of film and television, we are now thinking in shorter spans of mental time. The information we receive is instantaneous and available within a nanosecond. But in playing music, we find that musical information does not come so quickly or so easily, and definitely not with the touch of a button. 
So, here I send you words of caution. If you are expecting your musical results now, right away, you will be missing out on your own journey. You'll be missing out on an important component of being an artist. Becoming an artist means growing and blossoming naturally. You can't force a flower to blossom any faster. When we are in that mode of limbo and you hear silence and there's nothing there and the brain can go off in many directions, that's what we're addressing. We're calling it multiple pathways. There are multiple pathways the brain could go and we're teaching people through the anatomy of sound, which ways are the most healthy for your performing. And in the end, it becomes what's most healthy for your life. We want everyone to breathe easy. And so we created a brand essence, it's breathe easy and our brand purpose. And this is why you and I work together. It's to unleash the fullest potential of every breath. And so we're going to create a website that has the ability to click on the inhale and get some advice on only the inhale and then the exhale and get advice on only exhaling and then inhale, exhale we'll have auxiliary exercises to go along with breathing in and out. We'll have introductions and links to other places because I know I'm not the expert on everything. So we will guide you to the places we would go to as the anatomy of sound. So we want to unleash the fullest potential. And I love that word um, of every breath. Can you speak to that, Laura? Yeah. And, and, and again, when we increase the potential, we're really, in my mind, we're trying to help um, musicians of every level and every instrument, um, every voice, anybody that, that you're trying to unlock yourself in a lot of ways, because there's so many of us that get so frustrated. We, we know what we want. We know what we're trying to get out and we feel like it's locked in the body. And I think that what I've discovered over the years is, you know, like when you hear somebody saying, oh, oh, they're going to talk to me about inhaling and exhaling. If I could ask people right now listening to raise your hand, if you've talked about that and read that 50 times, I bet everybody go, yes, because we've all read that. What is it that clicks and changes our lives? And I think that, that the multiple pathways is the key. There is not one way to talk about breathing. There is not one way to think about it, how it moves. And so if we, if we, if we see it on the breathing buddy and we see it in pictures and we feel it as we're blowing, and then we have five different ways to think about how that air moves out. One of them is going to be that one that makes somebody go, oh, that's what I've been looking for my whole life. And there'll be something that somebody looks at that might trigger them. So that, that multiple pathways is a way of reaching as many people as we can, speaking to all, as you say, you know, how many, how many ways we can visualize, read, think, look, touch is actually what's going to help you unleash your potential. It's not one thing, it's multiple things that we're putting together. And adding on top of that, Jerry's way of incorporating acting method, um, which then allows our spirit to connect with the breath. And I think that's the magic. We're, we're adding spirit 
and opening that up too, because isn't that reality? I've heard you talk about that many times when you're talking about performing, that you have to open that up, become vulnerable. And how do we do that with a tight body and with an inability to understand that that ease is what we're looking for in the body, not relaxed. We don't go out on stage like, I don't care, I'm totally relaxed. That's never going to happen. But ease is different. I can be in ease on stage and when I breathe. Another thing about breathing is that it influences others. So if we can teach children to breathe early in their life, they would get over the stress of bullying or maybe not be the bully. For instance, I think that if children had access to our curriculum and the breathing buddy, which I'll go into in a moment, if they had these things, I think it would be easier to share. Hey, I look, you look, I can breathe out this many counts and I can do it out of one nostril. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, that's right, Amy. I mean, I think, I think, uh, you know, I, when you say, I wish children had this, this um, curriculum and how much it would affect their lives. Yeah. I mean, I think that one of the things that we're not taught is how to self-soothe. So you know, children that have this ability to notice, first of all, that they're getting agitated before they do something about that agitation uh, to get in trouble or do something mean, like you're saying with bullying or, or uh, their breath becomes so small because they're being bullied, you know, the breath moving through the body um, empowers us. And it gives us a, a way of helping ourselves in any situation. So if a child is nervous or agitated taking a test, they know that they can slow things down. They know how to slow their breath down. Um, there's so many ways to do that. And, and knowing that is, is a huge thing. And imagine, you know, they're, they're teaching breathing like that in schools now a lot of times. And I wish I had had that. Um, I think that's one of the reasons musicians have more insight into their own self. Um, is from working with the breath and knowing how how that affects us on on so many different levels. Now, the breath is huge. And I think that the quality of your breath directly enhances the quality of your playing, but the quality of your breath directly enhances the quality of your entire life. It's different, you know, being present with another musician, being connected with another musician as you play, that's going to change how you perform, being able to breathe and connect to a conductor. But how about breathing and talking to another human being, breathing at somebody's side uh, in, in their own grief, being a friend, being a, a parent. I mean, the breath is, is everything. It's everything. And if you're doing it in a way that's creating more tension, that's, in, that's going everywhere in your life, which is why I love the whole idea of this curriculum that's about more than just playing. You know, I think uh, Moise used to talk about, you know, yeah, you've been practicing all day, but go out and have some ice cream, get out in nature a little bit. It's like we have to take our life and bring it back into the flute. And you can't play the flute one way and breathe a different way in the rest of your life. I mean, I've tried that. 
<laughs> I've tried that. <laughs> the psoas is one of the most important muscles in our body. It has a deep connection to our well-being and to our ability to withstand stress, both over time and in the moment. The psoas is in constant interaction with the organs, muscles, and systems of reaction. Most of us have heard of the fight-or-flight response. This is a system of reaction. It includes the diaphragm, the vagus nerve, and the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems. In order to function at our best under pressure, we need to keep our psoas healthy and our awareness of it a constant companion. The psoas is a very large muscle. It is almost the size of your forearm in some places. It attaches to the spine and forms the root support of the diaphragm itself. These two vital muscles overlap both in physical space and in function. It is important to learn to keep the body soft and open to function in this area. The psoas can become tight and shortened from sitting, stress, trauma, and even poor breathing habits. Keep in mind that the body communicates information via energy conducted through water. We all know better than to stand in a filled bathtub and use an electric hairdryer. We'd be electrocuted because water conducts electricity. Information is passed through water in the body in a similar way. The more supple, stretched, and fluid-filled a muscle is, the more it can communicate. If our muscles are dry and tight, our muscles can't communicate, and neither can we. Well, let me just tell everyone a little bit about my breathing buddy. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's hard. I mean, it's hard. You can't, you can't see inside your body. <laughs> so even when you're looking at a drawing of what the body, the breath is supposed to look like, um, or how the body's supposed to move, understanding what that feels like in your body is one thing, but how about what does it feel like in somebody who's really playing really well, you know, so to reach over and hold your, your rib cage while you're playing, is going to show me more than a picture, you know, um, because I can feel the intensity with which you're moving. Um, right. But we can't do that so easily anymore. No, the, there are challenges now in teaching. You and I learned if you say to someone, you don't like to be touched, do you? And the student says, actually, no, I find that invasive. Mm -hmm. Then we have that solution. Mm -hmm. So you and I found more of a pain with the intrusive touch mm -hmm. and challenges in teaching breath. Mm -hmm. So there's vague vocabulary, there's anatomical imprecision. There's different learning styles. My Breathing Buddy is a substitute for hands-on teaching. My Breathing Buddy is a 3D polymer, rib cage, and lung diaphragm simulator. So you're going to see the diaphragm actually moving. And you can hold it in the palm of your hand. It'll fit in your bag. It will have a device on it within a few months. Uh, we will reveal a few more additives to the breathing buddy. But for now, I just hold it up and my students, I show them the diaphragm moving and they, they, their eyes slide up. And then I just hold my hand down and say, keep that diaphragm down and trick it into thinking that it, it's not running out of air. You're not running out of air because as Dr. Brown teaches in our curriculum, running out of air says, I'm going to die. Okay. So 
and you have to breathe, right? So I think it's really imperative. We bring this breathing buddy to life and we called it my breathing buddy because uh, when you're holding it, it's my breathing buddy. So would you like to speak to that, Laura? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just listening to you talking about the, the, the pain for me when we started looking at bringing this breathing buddy to life, the pain point that so many musicians have many flutists, of course, but musicians and singers and, and people that do all kinds of, of uh, performing arts, that the pain was understanding how to breathe a lot and well without it creating tension. And it's so frustrating. You know, it seems like it's so easy. Sometimes you'll hear somebody performing and they, it seems breathing seems easy for them. And you're like, why is it so hard for me? So that's the pain. It's that huge frustration. We've seen the pictures. We've done that this, we've done that. Why do we keep forgetting? You know, like how can we carry this around with us all the time so that we, we have this, this visual reminder all the time that moves. And I know that it sounds funny because I've been talking about breathing for more than 20 years now. <laughs> and I started talking about anatomy and I've shown the videos and I've looked at the pictures and I've done the things and I have a skeleton and I went, you know, all of the things that really began to change for me were tactile. Um, but it must be that I'm a tactile learner and the breathing buddy, even after all these years, when I watched it move, the 3D-ness of it was pretty transformative for me when I breathed again. <laughs> I was like, really? After all this time that I've been talking about it. So I think it's, I think it's a, it's, it's something that you have with you all the time for yourself and for your students that really has a real way of watching how the breath works to take you back into reminding yourself how to do it in a way that serves you instead of actually thwarts you. Well, you mentioned our competition. We learned about competition and customer discovery mm -hmm. and how important it is to recognize you always have competition. You can't run around and say, this is the best thing ever <laughs> because someone else will sabotage. Our competition is expensive. Our competition are medical devices they are large and personal. They are anatomy courses. Uh, the one we love to go to before we had the breathing buddy, remember we would go to this view of the diaphragm during respiration and it, you know, you'd have to get on the internet. You'd have to go find, we were like, what is the link? You know, was it on Vimeo? Right. And, and so our competition is not us. We have hardware and software. You don't need internet. You can have it. We will have three levels of breathing buddy. One's the basic, one's the professional, and one's the expert. The expert will be pretty expert. That will be very high level curriculum for doctors or athletes. But I think that I think that our competitors um, will stay the same and we will just grow and we'll just stay that, you know, stay who we are too. Like I can have other competitors. We actually, there's this one device called Bulo that, that you blow in, but we don't look like that. <laughs> no, we do. I, you know, and I honestly believe that the people that you've collected around you all these years have really become something super unique in that, like, well, for instance, if we're talking about breathing, 
And then we link it to, okay, we've talked about breathing. We've seen some ways that it moves. Now we link it maybe with a Tai Chi exercise that travels through the whole body. And then we take that Tai Chi exercise with this new visual tactile knowledge. And then we put it to an exercise where you're playing and trying to keep those things together and something will click. And if it doesn't, all right, let's try something else. Here's another pathway. Now we'll link that breath and that knowledge with a, a Feldenkrais exercise or even a Pilates exercise. I love to, to get the body moving to understand the breath in so many ways, because if you're breathing really well and you're breathing at ease and you're breathing fully, then your body will open it will open and move with you. And isn't that what we want? We wanna be open when we play, not closed. And it's a beautiful thing. Every angle that we have, whether it's uh, Dr. Brown and his, his uh, anatomatage play, uh, table where we're literally looking at the body to holding up a skeleton and reaching under the rib cage um, to, to Tai Chi, to yoga, to meditation, to all kinds of, uh, of things that we've found over the last 20 years that create a way for somebody to find what they need in that moment. There is something that will change your life every time. It's personalized practice. Yes. Yes. That's what our brand brings. Yeah. Making it work for you. We also have an anatomical foundation to our brand. We have several doctors that we can call <laughs> to get the facts. And I think another differentiator is that we're simple to start and simple to maintain. So it's very simple to start. Breathing is free. Air is free. Go get some. That's what we say, don't we? <laughs> Go get some. Yeah, you used to make me laugh when you would say, well, there really is only one, to, one way to breathe and that's in. <laughs> it only goes in. But yeah, and, it, and it's like, why? You know, and when we say that, it's like, why is it so misunderstood? Well, you can't see it. And you can only uh, you can only do your best to imagine what what uh, a great flutist is doing. And if you if you can start to sort of compare what your body is doing to what that person's body is doing, you're going to start to understand. And, and honestly, I think too, Amy, we all know that we're our own best teacher. And what we're offering is a whole portfolio of ways for you to teach yourself. We're offering a map. Here's, here's the place we're going and here's the map to get there. Here's 50 different ways to try so that you can teach yourself because we know that only you know what it feels like in your body. Um, but it's a map and it's been, it's been an extraordinary journey. And I know that people are going to want to join in on that journey um, and, and reap the rewards. One of the best pieces of advice I got from my mentor at UM Innovative Partners is pretend you're on a trip to Florida. You know where Florida is. You're going to get there and you pretty know, much know, you pretty much know the route. What you don't know is the weather, the traffic, what kind of hardships you might have. How many times you'll have to stop for gas if you have enough money to afford the trip at all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wrote down 
like a trip to Florida. That's all I had to write. (laughs) (laughs) In playing exercises, I won't be focused on the pattern as much as the intention of the exercises. You may prefer a different pattern or a different breathing spot or a variation of some kind, but understand that the purpose of the study is to improve your basic skills. Think of your exercise as a blank canvas. What do you want to work on today? I have to say that all successful artists, uh, business people, basically sane, sane, sane people write. They journal, they, they take a dump on paper. (laughs) Literally they flush the toilet of their braid onto a piece of paper and they journal. And so anatomy of sound is going to offer our community a place to write. We are offering you a place to write online and in a hard copy book. And one of our first staff members is Dr. Cheryl Emerson, PhD, in creative writing. She's going to be our guide and our curator of this journal. I know affirmations and quotes are going to be part of it, but it's also going to be some lined paper, some blank spaces, but it's also, it's just curated by us. It'll be a three month journal um, that you can use anytime. And I don't think it'll be like dated. It'll just be whenever you'd like to start. Right. Yeah. And journaling is, is, is massive. And, and, and I, I'm, I was laughing when you were talking about taking a, a dump on paper because I actually teach a, uh, I, I was teaching a, a movement class and the very first thing that we do is called a brain dump. <laughs> it's literally called a brain dump three minutes I sit down and you just write. And it's, it's like, um, you know, artists of, uh, of every ilk um, have talked about, right, right, right. Get out of yourself. What's in there. And I, I think that that writing about your discoveries is is huge it's sort of like you understand something as you're writing and you also have a reference to go back to you understand sometimes what you've been thinking and not realizing what you've been thinking is like oh my gosh no wonder i'm having trouble with that you know when i take a breath i think it has to be you know this tight huge thing when i'm describing it there's so many ways to learn and so i think the prompts that we're going to have are a lot like guideposts some of them are going to be little exercises to try little things that you can describe really quickly. Some may um, be quotes to make you um, aesthetically go to an artistic place when you're thinking about breath that day. Some of it may be affirmations. Um, All of it is going to be to help us find what Jerry would call specificity of intention, right? Because if our breath is, is in line with the intentions that we want, then that is going to empower the music that we're making. And I think that we're gathering the things that have inspired us all of our lives. And especially since I've known you, some of the same books that we've recommended to one another, um, that we're going to be pulling things that, that really changed our vision of what we were doing, then inspire us to write from that point. So it's a way of, of learning our internal world being inspired aesthetically to practice every day so that you sit down and you're working on this from an artistic perspective, not a work a day or a perspective. Um, and I think thinking of breath as a beautiful thing um, rather than just as a tool or just as, as a uh, means to an end, but thinking of it as the beginning of the paint stroke, the beginning of everything that we wanna do, that opening breath is this magic moment that 
is beautiful. And if we start from there, we can discover everything else. Our curriculum is knowledgeable. We do cite resources. Yes. We don't make stuff up. No, yep. You're looking at the real anatomy, right? We've asked a doctor, all right, is it, you know, we do that sometimes if, you know, because we've we've all spent so many years talking in flowery language (laughs) and and it doesn't work, you know, when you find out, oh, this is what the diaphragm really looks like and how it moves in the body. That's something else. And we ask doctors, right? That's why David Brown is on the, on the faculty. It's like, is this real? Am I saying something real? And he's like, he'll say yes, or he'll say no. He'll tell us. It's like, you know, like when he talked about the tongue, the first time, you know, that was fascinating. And so, and, and, um, I think, I think reality is much more helpful than we all ever knew (laughs) in terms of making the art happen. It's, it's important to be able to really know what your body really does. It's timeless information. You can use it it everywhere. Yeah. You use it everywhere. And if you breathe well, uh, in a healthy manner, you're influencing everybody around you. And that's just true. You know, doesn't matter where you are, whether you're sitting in, a, in an orchestra or a chamber music concert or at a family gathering or you're teaching a class or rocking your child, how you breathe matters. And it can be it can be life altering to get it to be something beautiful and vulnerable. I think it's bite sized pieces coming from multiple pathways that makes our curriculum a success. So multiple pathways are your curriculum. And hey, I just have to say that right now you're really busy playing the flute. And I just am trying to get a hold of you all the time. How dare you be a sub in the St. Louis Symphony? <laughs> okay. I got that off my chest to the whole world. Now there's you, there's Dr. David Brown, who actually brings so much truth to the flute. He is a incredible flute player. And he has just incredible insight into what should be happening. He'll come to my studio class and text me after he'll say, Amy, your students need to play from lower in their lungs. Okay. Dr. Brown. Then we have on staff, uh, someone we've brought on who (laughs) We all pay attention to Dr. Brian Dunbar. He's created challenges for us. He creates a uh, kind of a balance for us. He keeps us grounded. Yeah, absolutely. Keeps us grounded in what others might want because we could go off and bring you a curriculum that doesn't have anything to do with what's relevant. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Dunbar really brings us relevancy. Uh, Someone else that brings us relevancy is Adam Workman. Sometimes our instrument is what it is that we need to connect with. And so we feel the anatomy of sound relates directly to Adam's program. He's created something exclusively for us called the anatomy of a match, which brings you and your instrument together like a great love story. Yes. I also appreciate the designer of my breathing buddy, Dr. David Zopf, who was introduced to me by Dr. David Brown and Dr. Zopf. He just smiles all the time. He never says no to me. I think they giggled a little bit when I said, I need to see a diaphragm dropping (laughs) in a rib. I need it in a rib cage and um, maybe you could make a move. (laughs) 
So they giggled. And that was three years ago. And here we are, everybody. We're bringing the breathing buddy to market. We need your help. Your call to action, once we give it to you, (laughs) is to join us as a member of Anatomy of Sound at aos-wellness.com. We're building it out. So if you clicked on inhale, it wouldn't go anywhere, but we will start to offer free curriculum. And then we will offer a a Kickstarter campaign, which will offer four months free. And we'll start our full year in January, 2023. Mm -hmm. So Laura, how excited are you to bring Anatomy of Sound year round monthly on a website to the public? I am so excited. I can't stop smiling when you start talking about doing it. I mean, I just think that, that, like you said, this, this is my favorite time of year when we come together and we try to find, uh, you know, an, an anatomy of sound, it was four days and now it's spreading out to 365 days. It's just an incredible, uh, incredible treat to get to do. And, you know, we want this breathing buddy. We want you, you to use it. We want you to change your life with it, but we want you to share it. If you're a flu teacher, this is your chance to help somebody figure out breathing for themselves way before we got a chance to, <laughs> you know, what if that was, that was something you could give, what a gift. This is something you can show your grandmother who's having a little trouble breathing. This is the breathing buddy that you can bring out. Um, this is something that you can use um, with your children as they're growing up with your, um, with your friends and family when you're trying to talk about how breathing has changed. And I just think that it's more than, it's more than just breathing to play. It's, it's breathing to live. And I think that's what AOS wellness we've, we've realized that, you know, we musicians can get really out of whack and out of balance. And we're sort of trying to help us find a way to look at everything in our lives and make all of it work together synergistically in a beautifully aesthetic artistic manner that allows us to have the specificity of intention of what we want in our lives, what I want for my life, how I want to feel, how I want to play, where I want to be, how I want to interact with my colleagues. It's all accessible and it's all going to be in one place. So I'm, I'm, I'm so thrilled to get to do this all year, all year long. I call it flow. Teachers ask me all the time about my students and what I tell them to get them to play with ease. They say, your students have all that fluidity. I call it flow, like a river. They are all tapping into their own journey of their own airstream. They discover a journey in the airstream. Dynamic contrasts improve. By blowing with flow and fluidity, you can add your own spices from your life. Crying, laughing, wailing, and being quiet. All can come from your flowing air. Well, thank you for being my guest today. And I appreciate the support from everyone who's ever come to the Anatomy of Sound workshop that is now called the Anatomy of Sound conference. So you can still apply as a performer. You will be treated like you're on American Idol. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of guests returning and they will be either in person or over Zoom. They could be in the hallway listening to your rehearsal and then all of a sudden pop in with a suggestion. And then we're going to feature you, the performer, in a concert at the end 
of the entire workshop. So it's not all about us anymore. It's all about you. It's very exciting. You're going to meet Sarah Whitney, who is going to talk about the imposter syndrome. She's a big celebrity, uh, founder of Cyberite 5 and coach extraordinaire. Would you like to talk about Sarah for a second? Yeah, Sarah's great. Sarah, Sarah has a, a platform called the Productive Musician. And, you know, Sarah, Sarah is, first of all, when you get to be around Sarah, Sarah is so inspiring and so motivating and has just this, this lightness of being coupled with this, this focused laser sharp um, uh, intention. And I think that she will help you figure out what that is for you. Um, you know, because we can't, we're not going to all have the same career, not, not only that we shouldn't have all the same career, we're also different. And she helps people figure out what do you really want? You know, do, is that what you want for your life? Or do you want this? And she listens to you and helps you figure out how you're holding yourself back, like imposter syndrome, what things are thwarting you. And then, all right, what do you actually want to do for your career? Do you want to create a chamber series? All right, I'll help you do that. Do you want to take music at a whole different direction. I'll help you do that. Do you want to create a website? I'll help you do that. She's really amazing at, at understanding what your what you want your career to be and how to get there. And I think she's extraordinary. And she, not only that, like I said, she's super inspiring and exciting to be around. So you'll love Sarah Whitney's. There's so much to this workshop when we add that in too. I mean, here's a chance to get some time with somebody who can help you figure out how to make your dreams come alive even when you're not sure what your dreams are yet. That's right. All of you out there are listening. <laughs> this is going to be such an amazing workshop. I, I come, come to this conference. I think that I can tell you over the years, something happens to every single person that, that takes part in it. Um, we have people that have these extraordinary insightful moments that change their playing but we've had these extraordinary insightful moments where someone suddenly realizes that they want something else for their life in music that they didn't even know. And they're realizing that's what I want to do. So they have, they latch onto their passion. Sometimes we bring things up that are very painful that we get rid of and leave there. And all of a sudden they can perform differently than they ever did. We've had people become yoga teachers. Um, I think we've had three people become yoga teachers because of their experience that at the workshop. Um, I know there's, uh, we've added a, a meditation part uh, to it. Now I'm teaching Tai Chi. I mean, there's so much for people that when you put it all together, it's a magic place to be for four days. It can change your life forever. I wouldn't miss it. We did pretty well online, don't you think? We did. We did. It was pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. And the way that we figured out how to connect on, on Zoom actually is, is really changing. I, 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 can, I, I can sense people on Zoom now where I, would, I sure couldn't when we first started, but well, we had a blast on, on, on Zoom, actually, to be honest. <laughs> However, I'm looking forward to being there in person. Well, we're going to be hybrid. Yes. So there will be a camera that you'll be kind of addressing too, because we have people that can't make it. I would love for people to show up in person if you can, or online June 4, 5, 6, and 7. It's a long one, <laughs> but we have tutorials. We have how to use the breathing buddy. We have the launch of the breathing buddy. We have this Kickstarter campaign, but then we have things like a wellness room. 
We have a daily challenge for you. We have master classes. Like I said, it's about you. So you have rehearsals and then the guests will come and coach you. And then we will have a big party at the end. I can't think of a better conference. Can you? Not at all. It's going to be so much fun. And then we have lots of movement and meditation. So you're going to learn. It's not just yoga. We're using, we use yoga. We use Feldenkrais. We use um, Pilates, Tai Chi. Um, I do some eccentric muscle practices. And all of these things are geared toward it's not yoga for yoga's sake. It's yoga for performer's sake. It's yoga for enlightenment about your own body sake. It's movement to inform your life, inform your playing. And I've got so many talk about multiple pathways there too. So every morning we're going to do a ton of stuff, including looking at how the body works, right? So we're going to look at how the arm and the leg function and we'll understand a lot of anatomy and then we'll use it. It's just, it's magic. I can't wait. I'm getting so excited just talking about it. (laughs) We're also going to have merch Oh, merchandise. We're also going to have merchandise. We're going to have a wellness mat, not a yoga mat. We're going to have a hydration bottle, not a water bottle. It'll be more like a shaker. We're going to have that journal. Uh, It won't be ready quite until September, but you can order it now and it'll come with pens, my favorite pens. And on the pen, it will say, breathe well, live well. That's right. Right. Everywhere around you are reminders of what you've learned and what you're trying to keep in your body all around you. I love it. I love it so much. Thanks for being in the pod, Laura. Always a pleasure. I love being in your pod. And I hope everybody comes and joins us this year. It's magic, guys. I really cannot recommend anything as much as anatomy of sound. It's wonderful. Hope to see you there. See you there. I'd like to thank you so very much for listening to me talk about this new business of mine. You can find everything about this business at aos-wellness.com. Now that you've been listening to Porter Flute Pod for a while, we wanted to pose some questions for you in the final episode of season four. It's going to be called Lessons from the Pandemic. And listeners can call in and leave their stories on Anchor. It's going to be sponsored by Anchor. So what have you learned? What have you overcome? Any bad practice habits that you found out that you had? And what's driving you to bring you to that next level or that next step in classical music? So tap the link in our podcast page, or you can find us at anchor.fm slash amy hyphen porter nine slash message you can find me always at amyporter.com and porterflute.com and on social media i'm porterflute on instagram twitter facebook and youtube thanks for being here i'm so grateful for you Thank you.